Hey, what's up, guys? This is the podcast, What Would You Do? And tonight I've got around the table with me, who? Oh. Go, Talon. (laughs) (laughs) It's your turn, bro. (laughs) Uh, Talon. How old are you? I'm 13. There you go. (laughs) I'm Timothy. I'm 16. I like elephants. I'm Deacon. I'm uh, 12. He doesn't know. Hi, I'm Brock, and I'm 12 years old. (laughs) Hi, I'm Carolina. I'm 16. Awesome. How y'all doing? Awesome. We're great. Outstanding, sir. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Are you guys ready to answer this question tonight? Yes, sir. All right. So this is the question that we have for you. Would you rather, would you rather go to heaven and send 100 people to hell, or would you rather go to hell and send 100 people to heaven? Whoa. Truly, like, honestly, we as a society, honestly, heaven. I mean, it sucks to say, but truly, we're, you know, he died on the cross for us. He gave us our only son. We can't do that. Right, we can't right. Right. send other people, you know, to righteousness f- for sure. us to suffer, you but, know? But but what if, what if you had to make a choice, what would you choose? Honestly, it, I don't like saying it, but it's true. Heaven, I would yeah, rather... Yeah, Rock is like, send the rest to hell. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, basically. Okay, okay, okay. All right, what else? Wait, innocent people? Yeah, like what if just random people? So like, random people you don't know. Like, just random people. When I don't, like... That's kind of Does a it make a difference? Question. So like if you... So yeah. uh, Deacon, Deacon, if you, so if you don't know them, you're like, nah. Send them on. No. No. Okay. No. What are you thinking, man? Um, I'd rather go to hell than send. Oh, wait, I'd rather go to hell than send a hundred people to hell. So you would you would like sacrifice yourself, mm-hmm. go to hell, send a hundred people to heaven. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I really wish I was that good of a person. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's keep going. Um, I would choose hell. Um, I mean, it kind of contradicting what I would be doing as a career because I'm trying to go into the military. So I feel like if I chose myself to go to heaven and send other people to hell. Just be kind of contradicting what I live for. That's sure. true. I respect that. That's good. All right. Let's keep going. Carolina or Talon, what you got? I can't give you an answer. That's hard, isn't it? It is very hard. I think hard. I'm going to have to take mine back. After you just like listen to people, I can't. Like, I Are th- you feeling guilty, Brock? A little bit. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> I got you. Talon, what, you, got, you got anything? What do you got to say? Uh, uh, I don't know. This is kind of like... This is a deep question. This is deep. This is deep. So, so okay, okay. So, hell is a that's a that's a big thing to be like. I'll I'll sacrifice because because like you understand like what that means, right? Because yeah. hell is what is hell like to you guys? What is that? What is what that's is hell? The opposite of heaven. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's where like we you know all the worship and all the work that we do. We honestly we truly it, it sucks, but most of us do it because we want that, and I think it's kind of the like ultimatum like the worst thing that could ever happen to us is hell you know talking back to your mom (laughs) (laughs) that's okay okay it's about a brief opening so what is so what is that what does that mean could somebody else like what is it what does that mean to be like what does hell look like what is that um go ahead go ahead timothy hell to me just seems like just suffering in general just right it doesn't matter. Like it can be mentally suffering or physically suffering. It's just suffering is in the word of whatever you do in hell. Right. It, it, suffering will always be with you. Right. So like no, no relief. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So total separation. Yeah. Okay. So like, 
what I want to like get at tonight and the, like the whole point of this, um, this whole episode, um, is to kind of get you guys thinking about, um, what it actually means. Um, because you realize, uh, that the people that are around you, like there are people that are around you guys right now, um, that are lost, right? You know that. Um, but do we understand like the gravity of what that means? Yeah. Like, what does that mean? Whenever, because, you know, you hear it in church, you're like, there's lost people, you know, around you and, and that kind of stuff. What, it, what does that look like? What does that mean? I think it doesn't always seem very apparent. You know, my, um, my stepfather, he passed away in December and we felt like he was here, but he wasn't, you know, he was always, he had a lot of, you know, inner demons and he had a lot of things wrong and he was lost. Truly, he was scared, but we thought he was fine, you know? You think people are okay. You think people are just where they need to be, but truly, most people aren't. And I think it's kind of the only person that knows is them and God. That's it. And it's kind of scary, and it's almost like I don't know how to help those types of people, but I think we need to try our best to talk to people if we think they're fine. I think we need to kind of dive in deep and right so you think like there's just this general sense of everybody's good right yeah everybody's fine and like okay and but that's not true is that is that what you're getting at that's actually not true (laughs) all right so so, saying you kind of hit the the head uh, kind of where i wanted to go with this you guys know like check this out the bible says this um in matthew it says enter by the narrow gate for the gate is wide and the way is easy that leads to destruction right that means hell um, for the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life and those who are find it are few. So let me tell you what that means. That means that like the halls of your school that you like walk through every day, that the majority, what this verse is saying is that the majority of those people that surround you, except for those who are like, Hey, I'm a Christian, but the majority of those people around you, they're on a wide path that leads to destruction. So how does that make you feel? Like the fact that the majority of the people that surround you in your hallways are destined for eternal separation from a holy God. I think it's kind of frightening and it makes me want to reach out to those people and pray for them. I I mean, I lunch every day. I pray when I'm about to take a test, but when I go into school, I pray every single day and I pray in front of people. I pray out loud. I, you know, I will sit with, you know, maybe a couple of my friends and we'll pray out loud And I think that's important. And I also think it's important that we need to share prayer. And I think if we know that we need to, I think we definitely need to go up to those people. And if we know they believe in something that we do, I think we need to pray over them and pray for them. Okay. Somebody else? Um, it, the question was, like, how does it feel to, like, know people that, like... Like, ever, like this, because of what the scripture is saying is, like, this huge group of people that you're around are destined for hell, like eternal separation from God. Um. I think just living life, it doesn't really affect anything, but spiritually, it, it it's different because knowing that you know God and that you know that he saved us and all that, and possessing knowledge that no one else has, it, it, it should be an advantage, but somehow it feels like a disadvantage because you'd want everybody to have the knowledge that you have. Right. And that's kind of what, that's kind of what I'm getting at is that we should want everybody to have that knowledge, right? And so so what does that look like for you? Like how is it how is it that you have you ever shared your faith with somebody? Yes. Or like yes. what does that look like for you? So let's hear from somebody who we haven't heard from yet. 
Go ahead, Carolina. Well, what do you got? I introduced someone to, you know, God. Pretty amazing. But, you know, I introduced them and they didn't believe in, they believed there was a God, but they didn't know, like, what God was about. They didn't know what religion they were. They didn't know anything. And, you know, it's kind of scary because you wish that other people would know so that they would feel comfort because I know if I didn't know, about god i would feel super scared like i wouldn't know what life is like i wouldn't know like anything i would feel scared and empty so i'm glad i helped him and now he's like getting more into god he's praying at lunch you know doing good things so pretty, pretty so so let me ask you this was it was it easy was that like something that was just super easy for you or how, how did you feel like like why did you feel prompted to like share who jesus is with this person when you really care about somebody I feel like, and they don't know about God. I feel like you need, you want them to feel loved. And sometimes other people can't do that for them. So I feel like the only person that I could really go to, sorry, mom, dad, but God, I could really like go to him and be like, God help me. So I wanted that for him. And it was, it was pretty hard. It was, but now it's like, thank you, God. Like I thank him for it because I want to do that with other people though. I really do. Yeah. So what does it look like maybe from somebody else? Like, have you ever done that? Or have you been like, man, I'm too afraid? Like, there's no right or wrong answer here. Um, No. I, my friend, she actually um believed in God. And I didn't, I didn't, I like figured it out. And then we talked about it at lunch and we prayed at lunch and we talked about it more. And like, obviously as a Christian, you would, you want to like people to get saved Right. So, and you want them to go to, no, you definitely don't want them to go to hell. You want to go to, to heaven. So, obviously, we sat down and talked, and um, you, like, I tried my hardest, and, like, she understood, and we talked about it, and, yeah, that was. That's awesome. Anybody else? Anybody who's like, yeah, that's too weird and kind of scary for me, and I don't, I've not done that? Anybody? It's okay to say that. Yeah. Um, one of my friends was, you know, like everybody else, they knew who God was. So, you know, they went to church, but weren't very strong in their faith and kind of questioned it because, you know, anytime something bad would happen, they would say, well, why? If God's really up there, why is he doing this? And I've had those moments, you know, last year when all that stuff happened with my stepdad, I questioned it as, you know, even as a 12 year old, I said, well, if he's up there and if he's truly doing the best for us, why did he let this happen? And I had to explain to my friend and, you know, I had to figure it out myself that he does everything for a reason. You know, everything is set in place for a reason. And I kind of got my friend a little bit stronger in their faith and kind of stronger in understanding why they had to go to church and honestly why they had to go, you know, on Wednesdays and Sundays and so kind of using like using the rough experience that you have been through to kind of help somebody else kind of further along. I mean, touching up on what Brock said, um, you a lot of people are going to be like, well, if God's real, then why does this and this happen? And then obviously I I all of like when bad stuff happens, I just say it's all part of God's plan and cuz it all of it is and I just, I, my friend, my friends and people that say, okay, well, if you believe in God and you go to church, then why does, why did this happen? Or why did some, this person die? And I was like, it's all part of God's plan. Just, 
just like have faith and yeah. don't explode and just calm down and have faith in God. I got you. Anybody else coming over here looking at Talon? You got anything you want to add, buddy? No. That's all right. That's all right. So so this whole faith thing and like sharing Jesus, sharing God, as you were talking about, like with other people, like that's that's something at least in my life that's been that's, that hasn't come easy. And so I know that you look at me as like a pastor and you're like, yeah, like he tells everybody about Jesus. But legitimately, like there's been times that I have felt like you need to share me like you need to share Jesus with this person. And I have been I have like totally strayed away from that, mostly because I've been afraid about like how somebody's going to like look at me and like picture me like who's this really weird dude he's kind of awkward i don't really <laughs> i don't really want to have anything to do with him he's super strange and because of my own insecurities that like held me back from sharing um sharing the gospel with somebody i don't know if you've ever been there but um but sometimes that's something that that stops us from doing that so let me ask you um just kind of as we as we continue moving on um what do you think um like i think that sometimes that bringing people <laughs> what is he doing <laughs> you getting water okay <laughs> oh my gosh we get a little thirsty here at the vine church <laughs> <laughs> don't even know what's happening um so like part of sharing our faith right it could be inviting people into into your life into your faith community and so like part of your faith community is obviously here at the vine so what does that look like um what would it take for you to invite somebody here or have you invited somebody here? Or like, like what, what would that, what would it take? I have, I mean, yeah, you know, the usual sleepover on Saturday, we got to go to church on Sunday. Right. You're at my house. You're coming to you, you church pack, with me. Pack, pack clothes for, pack clothes for church. Yeah. Like I'm, I tried to invite people, but like they said, they, they, um, they, it's not cool with their parents, and I was like, okay, well, we'll have our own little church at lunch or whatever. Oh, that's cool. All right, we'll have our own little church. One of the things that I think is important to me is that people realize that they're not coming to a regular church. You know, this is a church that's very laid back but very strong in our faith. You know, if you go to a church 15 minutes from here, it's like everybody's in suit and ties, and the girls are in dresses and heels, and here it doesn't matter what you are anything come as you are and i think it's important that people know that about the vine church is that it doesn't matter anything you come here as you are and you come worship him that's what's important to us and nothing else and i think that's what i like to preach to you know my friends and i um another one of the things is i have to have a good relationship with them because you know when you come here it's a big family you know you walk in the door and you get a baby in your hands, you know, that's how it works here. So I think that's important, you know, relationship and also come as you are here. <laughs> that's I, think, awesome. I think what you meant to say is come through the door with a baby. God was going to take it. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I love babies. She loves babies. That's awesome. That's awesome. So what could we do? Um, like as a student ministry, like you guys at Flipside, what could we do um, to make it where you would want to invite people or that, that like, maybe that somebody might be willing to come. Like what are the things that we could do as a ministry to like bring people here? Uh, I think it's when we do like fun things, like what we did tonight with the Nerf War. I mean, yeah. I met some of friends, you know, she invited them. And I feel like that's one of the main pulls is whenever you see like people see an opportunity to have fun, 
yeah. or and learn about Jesus. It's a have combo. fun with Jesus in it. Yeah, you know, people are like, oh, I'm gonna go with it for the fun, but I'll stay there for Jesus. Like it's kind of like you gotta get him in a, like a guilty type thing. Like you just can't <laughs> be <leave. laughs> like okay, <laughs> okay. Sometimes feel guilty to bring him. Is that like, no, right? not all right. No, not not really. like, okay. Like you, you make him feel guilty to leave. It's like okay, because if you okay. come for the fun stuff and then we invite you to like. You know, come listen to the word. You're like, uh, I guess I got to say it because, you know, I had a good time. And then, you know, we have a lesson. They're like, that was really interesting. And then, you know, they start coming back on regular. And then, yeah. One of the things that caught me, I was in third grade and we did a day where there was not enough kids. So we came and sat with the middle schoolers um, at Flipside. It was the coolest lesson ever. And I actually understood it. And it didn't feel like I was just being told something it's like i i got it and it clicked with me and i think it is important that we do have these fun nights like tonight you know we did the nerf gun war and i think that's almost like when you go to school they have fundraisers and different little activities so that you see that that catches your eye and you stay here like you know timothy said for the word and for god i mean a less just one lesson here at Flipside is amazing and really powerful so you think it's easier to like invite somebody like easier on you i guess to invite somebody if it's inviting them to something fun um versus like being like hey come to this we're studying about jesus yeah come well, on like what's, i mean like yeah. what is it easier sometimes yeah like, Some people, i think i think it's because it's like if they don't enjoy themselves then you feel bad right what are you gonna say carolina you started something but no. oh she's out <laughs> yeah um i mean like all all it takes is one lesson for someone to be a part of the church. Like if you want, if you like, all it takes is one lesson, one lesson, and like, cause sometimes it's all, it's all a part of God's plan. If Grayson touches up on something that says, if it's like your first time here, and our youth pastor Grayson, he, if he touches on something up, touches on something that says like, um, like, uh, and it like. He's talking. He's talking about stuff that um has been in your life that's that's yeah. going on. Yeah. Um, that makes you want to come back, cause he um it makes you want to come back. Yeah. Cause he like, you're like maybe he'll talk about more about of like what's going on and how I can solve it and how I can like trust in Jesus more. So basically, all it takes is one one what lesson or one word from the Bible that can. Keep you from coming. Keep you here. Keep you here. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. So what do you think? And this is this like last question and we'll, we'll be done for the night. We'll be done for the night. <laughs> you're, you're good, dude. I, I got you. Um, this is, uh, I guess, last question of the night. What um, what do you think you could do like as individuals like to, to and like what, what could we do as a, as a group and you as individuals to make it to where you would want to invite more people? Pray more. At school, pray more in public. Don't be afraid to. I think it's, I think sometimes we get a little embarrassed to, and it sucks, but we get a little embarrassed to be comfortable in our own fate at school and stuff, especially for us. I mean, we go to, most of us go to public schools. I think all of us do. You know, there, there's so many different types of people, you know, race, color, everything in it. Just, it's hard. It's a little scary. And I think it's important that we do that. I think there, we won't be comfortable enough to take them um, to this building of God's word if we can't do it in our own school, you know? Yeah. So I think the whole the whole idea of tonight is that, you know, the Bible says that the, the way that leads to destruction or hell is very wide. 
and that should drive us as as believers right to yeah. to share Jesus with those people but also to invite them to join in in our fellowship and our our community here at the vine and um, I think you guys are doing an awesome job at that and uh, I hope that we continue to do that together awesome yeah go ahead you want to finish up so um what you and Grayson touched up on one time was that um that Brain that, fart. Um, yeah, no, 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 yeah, brain fart, brain fart. Um, it's all that, good. It's all good. Um, oh yeah, and I got it. Now I got it back. Um, that you and Grayson touched up on about um, pray for someone that you're thinking of at school, like Grayson, and you said, yeah. um, if there's someone that you really like at your school and that they you like they doing bad stuff, like, um, like pray for them. Yeah. Like pray for them and like try to help them come come to church and um try to get them to God try to get them to God and if you're not like really understanding like if you should help them or not what Grayson uh, said was to pray about it and if and like if there's like hints that to bring them and ask them then obviously you should do it yeah absolutely that's awesome all right guys thank you all so much for tonight it was an awesome time with you guys and. We will do this again soon. Thanks, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.